Want to just right into it? Let's do it. Cool, man. Uh, well, uh, hello. Hello, everyone, and welcome back to Noob Talk Radio. This is episode 79. Thank you. <laughs> episode 79. Uh, I'm your host, Joshua Osborne, and with me here is Teague Henderson. And Teague, how are you today? Just great. Thanks. And yourself? I'm good. I'm good. I'm a little sad. Um, the last day of biking every year always kind of get, fucking gets me. Mm. Now I just got to walk around with my legs like a fucking chump. Hmm. Can't go anywhere fast. Can't transport, you know, giant cat litters in my uh, fucking little milk crate. I guess. I guess, <laughs> yeah. Well, it's, a, it's a bummer. It's also like a... I, I'm a person who struggles to get exercise in their day-to-day life. Right. So it's just such a good way to... Like get exercise and, and make sure around. I use my muscles, you know? Yeah. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I've, I've always walked a fair bit, but it just, since I actually enjoy biking, it's, like, really easy to get exercise, you know? Anyways, so, yeah, that always makes me a little sad, but it is what it is. And, uh, yeah, I mean, I made it to, I'm pretty sure that my typical end time is, like, October something, mid-October. Okay. Made it to November 7th this time. I feel like that's a, that's a bit of an improvement for whatever. I, I could be wrong, but I feel like I may have heard there's some really nice weather coming next week. Oh, yeah? God damn it. the week after. Uh, I got to check that out. I don't know how much I, I trust this in forecast, but... Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I've been told... There's some sun. Two weeks. Sun. Two weeks. Let's check the 14-day. 14 14-day. 14 How's that for a cold open? Kind and it's ridiculous. the weather with uh, Josh and T. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's not bad, man. I mean, nine with sun? That's nice. It's pretty damn good, you know yeah. what I'm saying? But uh, anyways, well, hopefully I won't live to regret this decision too much, but... Uh, hopefully you'll live to not regret it too much. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> what you said. <laughs> yeah, so, uh, you know, we're, we're, we're back. We're here. We're healthy. Are you healthy? Uh, this can be. <laughs> I, I, I think I'm all right. <laughs> oh, yeah, my buddy, a uh, friend of the show, Fred, he just... Uh, he, he launched his preview for, um, uh, I'll give him a quick shout out, for the Escape Vector podcast. I believe it's called, is it, maybe it's Escape Vector podcast. No, the, I'll have to check. But either way, it's one of the two. Uh, and that's, uh, he's looking to start this new podcast about um, basically tabletop gaming. Oh, cool. Could be like, and I think, he, I, I don't know if he has it fully worked out yet, but he's been talking a lot about like interviews with developers, um, which he already has some, some contacts in that uh, sphere. Um, you know, probably mostly indie stuff, but you never know, right? And like, so yeah, like interviews with game designers, uh, actual plays where they play the game and they record it, uh, which is a huge, I don't partake, partake in these things, but it's a huge thing. You know? Oh, yeah. Uh, and the cool thing about actual plays for the kind of shit that he does is that like um, his games are more, because I remember hearing someone recently talk about just how awful of a landscape it is to do D&D actual plays because they're kind of done to death a bit. Mm. There's just too many of them, you know? Yeah. And it's like, that's the cool thing about a game like Cyberpunk Red doing an actual play of that. Or I think Fred uh, plays this smaller indie RPG called, mm, am I going to get the name wrong? Traveler, maybe? I I can't remember what it is, but it's a sci-fi RPG. Um, but yeah, like actual plays of that kind of stuff uh, could be kind of, you know, there's a lot less of it in the yeah, market. Sure. You know? So it's like, it's a little less saturated, which could be kind of neat. Uh, I would certainly. I mean, if he <laughs> if he did a cyberpunk red actual play that wasn't with me playing it, I would listen to it. <laughs> of course, <laughs> I actually probably would listen to it if it was me playing it too, just out of curiosity. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I'd like what I heard, but <laughs> morbid morbid curiosity. Um, but uh, yeah, so he's going to be starting that soon. It's kind of neat. Um, yeah, and he even he asked me. He's like, you know, maybe I could interview you sometime with your thoughts on like a Danger Gal dossier release or something. And I was like, I would be happy to talk about that. I'm like, yeah. Sure. Uh, anyways, so. Lord knows I'm, I'm opinionated enough about that cyberpunk stuff. <laughs> but, um, yeah, so that's, I mean, that happened. Uh, what else is new? I just played, 
Uh, I guess this is almost like uh, unseasonably early getting into what, what I've been playing, although it's not a video game, but I have uh, I played Star Wars Destiny with Jake a couple days ago. Okay. We did a, it was one of the most awesome Destiny sessions I've had with him. We did six games, uh, and we did perfect three for three. And it was basically win, loss, win, loss, win, loss. Hmm. You know, so <laughs> there was really, yeah, there was no, that's kind of, that, that was pretty awesome. Nice. Yeah, yeah. That's, I don't, we don't track it, but I feel like that might be the first time we've like completely evenly tied, you know? Hmm. We also had enough games for it to be like substantial. Right, like, right. Exactly three and three. I'm like, that's pretty, you know, mm -hmm. good. So anyways, so that was pretty fun. Been enjoying lots of games recently. Uh, Alan Wake 2, I bought that. Right. I was a little surprised with that. That's mostly, would peer pressure be the right word? Uh, Positive encouragement, friendly encouragement from a friend of the show, Matt. Uh, he's playing it. And I guess based a lot on the good stuff I heard from Skill Up. And, you know, weirdly, it's not very, it's not really grabbing me. Hmm. I, I don't really know why. <laughs> it's definitely not the quality of the game. Um, the game is pretty damn high quality. And, like, I even, I even ha have a lot of respect for Remedy, just like, period, you know? Like, uh, their game design style, it's like really, it's almost fresh in a way because they, They've demonstrated this uh, remarkable resilience in terms of not being affected by sort of a lot of the sort of um, conventions. Yeah, a lot of the conventions of like modern game design where okay. it's like, you know, map icons everywhere mm -hmm. and like quests are handled a certain way. You've got a journal that tracks everything. Right. You know, there's a lot of elements that like, yeah, like first of all, it's got one of those. Like, I mean, Remedy borrows from all the right games in my opinion. And like Alan Wake, I don't, I don't play their games at large, so I can't speak to the rest of them, but Alan Wake at least, you know, uh, including the original, like it was very a lot of Silent Hill um, influences, a lot of yeah Twin Peaks influences, uh, and, and then in terms of I guess game design, gameplay design, Resident Evil basically, okay, you know like Resident Evil with a flashlight, <laughs> okay. with, with like one tiny. Isn't there a flashlight in Resident Evil? Yeah, but it doesn't burn oh. away the darkness right, right, to right, then right, make right. the enemies vulnerable. Right. So it's like right. it's like Resident Evil with okay. a really small modification. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Just enough of a modification modification to make it unique to the game, you know. Mm -hmm. Um but so they've always borrowed heavily, and it just it really struck me as I was playing it, just how, even though the game's not grabbing me, like the game design that's at play is like really like the map is beautiful and they do my favorite thing with maps. Dead Island did this a little bit too, to its credit. Uh, Dead Island too. Uh, but it's you know, it's a map where it's like as if a character as if you found the map at a store. Right. You know? Yeah. Hand-drawn, kind of, and you can, like, see all the... But it's, like, it's still very readable. You right. know what I mean? It just it looks in-game, kind of. Mm -hmm. Or, sorry, in-world, I meant. Um, yeah. And uh, that I really dig. There's not a ton of icons on it. It's literally just showing you where the places are you can go. Right. You know, they don't all have, like, a, I don't know, quest icons on them or I something. I hear you. Yeah. There's that. That's great. Um, another thing that really, really surprised me is that, you know, there's tons of, like, a little... Not co collectibles is the wrong word, but just, like, text around like signs you can read or like like you know a, a, a magazine on a desk that'll have an article in it or something you could read these things if you want to and this seems like a really small point but when you read those things they don't go into a journal dump where i need to look at them later right. somehow right. and i fucking love that yeah that's nice it's huge it's like it feels so freeing it's like it's like say i read this once and then i move on with my life and you know if i forget what it says well then i just forget what it says hmm. and i move on with my life i don't I don't, th there's no such thing as like going into my journal and trying to find, oh, did, did that one say something important? Right, but, right. You know what I mean? I don't, it's really weird, but it's like, it's such a small thing, but I feel like it's so important, you know? Hmm. And then they have this whole fancy, like, uh, so the, the dual characters is really cool um, and it works. Um, and they have this fancy thing where she can go to her mind palace. They kind of each have a mind palace, like Alan Wake has it too. Alan Wake is the writer's room where all his, like, 
I, don't, I haven't gotten very far in his story yet, so I don't really know. But it's like all the plots he's writing in his book are like on the wall, right? And like you can, I, I get the impression from reading Skillup's, I'm sorry, listening to Skillup stuff that like you, you can rearrange these later, and you have to like craft the plots to move your game forward, like. Whoa. Like yeah, like you have to you have to rewrite stuff so that things work, hmm. kind of thing. Because his whole thing is he's trying to escape the dark place, and he believes that he can. The only way to escape is like I have to I, like. And he's been because he's been missing since. Is this spoilers? No, it's not. Uh, he's been missing since 2010, uh, which is when the first game was released, <laughs> and uh, he's been, so he's been trapped in the dark place the whole time, and he's been writing the whole time, and he can't get out. But he knows that like he's like the only way to get out because the, sh- the shit that I write comes true. So the way to get out has to be from writing. So he just keeps doing it, but he can never manage to get out of this place, and that's so that's kind of his whole thing he's dealing with. Jesus, it's pretty interesting, yeah. And there's nothing to play with the 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 sort of the script pages in the writers' room yet. And you access this. Another thing that's really neat about both of their mind places. You press the, the sort of the, you know the middle button and you go to it instantly and you okay. leave it you leave it instantly hmm. and yeah enemies still attack you if you're like you're not re- you're not really there okay yeah, yeah it's yeah, in yeah. your head you know right um, so enemies can still attack you and uh, it's seamless it hmm. doesn't load you nice. know nice yeah so it's almost like the games I mean I can only imagine the game's engine must be sort of like side loading this area at all times kind of thing so hmm. it's like instantly accessible which is really fascinating and it uh, you know the immersion level it brings is is cool and it's just really snappy and feels good um so that's his thing is he has to you know he, he gets to rearrange the scripts he's writing to try and make things happen right and then what's her name i was gonna say alias uh that's i'm thinking of horizon what's her name uh aloy aloy thank you uh it's saga yeah saga anderson so saga's side is like a traditional true detective style mm-hmm. mind palace where it's like this giant bulletin board thing where she's connecting all the dots and like putting all the sort of facts together and like trying to solve solve these cases and there's all the different case files and each one has a different board so you're you're sort of putting the you find clues as you move along and then you need to fit the clues onto the board in the right like where do okay, they go yeah. you know like what do they pertain to like this this clue is about cultists it needs to go to this this on this mystery question mark with the cultists kind of thing mm-hmm. and that's sort of like so they're they're similar in function but they're different in what they're trying to achieve because okay. he's writing a story she's putting a case together you know it's, it's like right right it's interesting, and it kind of like I. It sounds very cool. I mean, it's really different, man. It's really different. It, it yeah. sounds very cool. Not it's at really all neat. for me, but sure. very cool. Yeah, yeah. Um, and, and the kind of the neat thing about sagas, or sorry, rather, the one thing that I feel like might be a, crit- a criticism I have, but I can't I actually can't decide yet if it's it's maybe actually a positive, and I'm not I'm kind of like really uncertain about it. Is the thing with uh, with Saga and her case files? It's like. It almost feels in a way it's like, oh, this is the tedium of this game. Whereas, you know, the tedium in, like, Spider-Man, for example, will be following all these, like, really inane, mundane side quests that are, like, super annoying that, like, you don't want to do and they're just, like, super tedious. Because you get all the paid, all, all the sort of, like, facts and you need to put them on the board and it almost feels like I really, like, I flip-flop between, like, this is a really, really cool mechanic and, like, this is a giant waste of time that's getting me to, like, put these in a thing that's not really doing anything, and it's artificially mm. extending the length of the game. Okay. It's okay. so weird, you know? Like, mm. And I think the only reason why I'm even capable of doing that criticism is because the rest of the game is so incredibly tight and so just, like, absent of all the things that usually plague these kinds of games and, right. and like, bloat them out unfairly, you know? Well, okay. It's interesting, yeah. And then, you know, that's not even to talk about the, the combat in the game is seems really good so far. I'm playing on hard, which is maybe a mistake, but I can't tell yet. Mm. Um, it's tough. It's maybe uncomfortably tough, but, you know, I've only... Another cool thing about the game is I'm, like, I think I played for six hours, and there's been, like, three fights, you know, like, one of which is a boss. Really? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it's, it's yeah, it's kind of... 
it's different yeah yeah mm. and and like the the fact that the combat is really sparing is really nice there's like um like the entire first i think i played my first session of the game i played two hours just a saga investigating this sudden uh new murder and, and a series of serial killings that happens in the town they're in okay and she's just like examining the body going to the morgue like trying to put stuff together talking to witnesses like mm -hmm. it's really different you know like and uh it's neat yeah i mean it's sort of i don't know yeah I, I don't really know why it's not grab. It's it's weird. Like I think the game is really good, but for some reason, I maybe I'm just not in the mood. You, it's after I, Halloween, man. It's I don't you know. Need, I you need to get it a little while ago, man. I don't weeks. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you know, it, so, again, something that you, I think we've talked about before. How I, I tried Andor and I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. I watched it with Jake when we were playing Destiny. We took a, a dinner break and we. I was like, "Do you want to try this?" I, I've been wanting to re, to retry Andor for a while. He's like, "Sure, I'll give it a shot." And we both really liked it. <laughs> yeah, and I, I, I really enjoyed it. I was like, maybe I do need to watch the show now. Time and a place. That's all I've. Uh, that's all I say, man. Sometimes I watch something I absolutely hate it. Yeah. And then I watch it again because this has happened with you. You've been sure. like, what are you talking about, man? Like that movie was fucking awesome. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, I watched it. I couldn't fucking handle it. History of Violence. Mmm. Some really bad directing writing acting i will stick to that sure uh, certain parts <laughs> sure um and like some just unnecessarily long scenes of like the kid at the kitchen fucking table like i had my i had my complaints <laughs> still but i rewatched it and i was like the good parts of the movie completely outweighed yeah all of my negative criticisms and it just the difference was i wasn't in as much of a pissy mood when i saw it the second time <laughs> Like, I just wasn't in a good mood when I watched it, you know? Mm -hmm. And I just, mm -hmm. the little things about it pissed me off to the point where I was like, I don't like this movie anymore. Mm. And, um, yeah, I don't know. Time and a place for everything. Music, too. Yeah, no, for <laughs> sure, for sure. But it's like that, you know, music is something that I have no trouble identifying the fact that, yeah, I'm, yeah. that I'm time and a place for something, yeah. right? I'll immediately turn something off if I don't. Mm -hmm. I'm more in touch with that than I am with... For sure. Well, but you it's, don't, yeah. It's like the video game, it's like I... The critical side of me knows that I should like this, mm -hmm. you know. So then I'm like, why am I not like this? Doesn't make yeah. sense, you know. Totally. So, anyways, all I have to say, it really makes me wonder. Maybe I should just put the game down and wait, you know, because it's not. There's there's clearly no issues with the game. Like it seems right. really good, and like especially, I mean, all I've heard from Matt and Matt is like not really a horror fan. He's like a story fan, mm -hmm. you know what I mean? But like horror isn't really his cup of tea usually, I think. And he's really digging it. Um, I'm hearing all these like podcasters and reviewers just like really like just gush about the game like nonstop, you okay. know. Um, and it's and the funny thing is too, I, when I listen to excuse me, when I listen to all the things they say, it's all correct, you know. Like I, I all the things they say uh, resonate perfectly with me. But for still for some reason, I'm just sort of like I'm a, I'm a, like I'm playing it, I'm enjoying it, but it I don't have that feeling of like I really want to come back and play some more Alan yeah, Wake. Yeah, no, I hear you. you know? I hear you. It's weird, yeah. Um, but anyways, I mean, I, I guess, you know, so we sort of stumbled into what we've been playing. Yeah. Like, I also, I began the month, began the month? Or began the whatever, two weeks ago, uh, because I got World of Horror, like, right after we finished recording, more or less. World of Horror? Yeah, World of Horror, that's the, the lo-fi, one-bit, oh, yeah. computer game-looking one. Yeah, yeah, um, yeah. And it's great, you know. I, I I really like it. It's um. I would actually strongly recommend it. Part of the good thing about it is that it's um. It's like run based, so you can do a run, and it's like a couple hours of gameplay, and then you just oh. finish it. 
Okay. You either live or die. You like you solve the mystery and you know cure the world of horror, or you die. And it's like that's the, supposed to be the way it goes. Okay. And you just replay the game with different characters. There's like you start with six, and I think there's like a total of like twenty. I don't really even know how to unlock all of them. There's a giant achievements page which has all. It's really neat. Like so, you're always like even if you die in a run, you're maybe getting like two or three achievements. Okay. And it'll be okay. it could be we yeah it could be it could be simple shit like you know. Hire two allies and only two this playthrough, and it's called like the power of two is the achievement. Right, right, right. But each of them unlocks something, whether it's a new character or a new item you can find in the stores, or a new difficulty or a new ch- set of challenge cards. Mm. It's all this different stuff, you know. So that that's the kind of game it is. You know? That's cool. It's neat. No, it's really neat, and, it, and it's like it's it's cheap enough that you know if that interests you at all, like you should probably just try it. Um, mm-hmm. The way I saw it was kind of like after I think I'd played three games, I was like, well, I already got my money's worth out of this. You yeah, know? totally. And, uh, yeah, I've been continually playing it. It's like a really nice sort of like before bed kind of game. Nice. Um, it's a great, perfect game for Switch, you know. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, yeah, maybe that's just, yeah, maybe that's it. I was into World of War and it's like, you know, I just, maybe I don't want to play a AAA game or a, or a giant game at the moment. Yeah. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, not that it's well, giant. It's, I shouldn't say giant because it's not physically technically that long right just more like it's a big thing to get immersed in mm-hmm. you know like a big narrative from start to finish right whereas world of horror is like nice bite-sized chunks i hear you you know uh, we've definitely used us as we've used that as an episode title before nice mm-hmm. bite-sized chunks there you go. <laughs> bite-sized chunks too <laughs> but um yeah so i mean you know that's pretty much have i am i did, did i play anything that i miss i don't think i don't think there's i mean let me look at my list did i write anything down no that's that's really it for me yeah nice. but, uh, well yeah why don't you tell me about uh what you been up to? Yeah, so buddy uh, hit me up. We were looking at games that we had, and we both had Forest. So he said, "Well, I sort of hesitantly said okay, <laughs> um, but I've just been playing in his game, so okay. I don't even have a game going really. Sure, uh, on my own, which doesn't matter because I have no desire to play it on my own. I'm just like, no thanks, you know. And t- actually, there will be a time though where I'm just like, I don't know." feeling rowdy and like fuck it i just want to try this out you know and i'm just gonna do it you know i'm just gonna start another start it on my own but anyways i've been we've been having some fun with it honestly um it's a fucking cool game you played it, really it right is. oh yeah um yeah, yeah. yeah I, I finished it yeah i didn't play co-op okay but you at all it. i think but i finished the game yeah okay. maybe we tried once i can't remember i feel yeah, like we, I, did. we did we did okay yeah, yeah. No, I finished it. Yeah, it was really nice. Yeah, and so um, after finishing it, I would I'm, I'm more into the idea of co-op than before. Right. Because right. it's for me, it was really story. It was really experiential stories. Yeah, you know? yeah, and yeah. Like and it's I, like the same thing. I mean, the story is fucked because again, like there's not two of you. Well, there's multiple people on the plane. So like, but we're both looking for our. Son, <laughs> yeah. It's like, well, wait a minute. You just gotta imagine you're another survivor. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, whatever. Right? Yeah. It's like, Who this happens is your to son. not be a cannibal? Yeah. This I don't is your know. Son. Oh look, I found this picture for your son. You said I have your son's toy and all that stuff. Yeah. And I'm just helping you out. But um, anyways, super fucking cool. I do want to ask. So like, how much building did you do? Uh, not uh, the, the absolute minimum possible, pretty much. So did you build a base? Yeah, I ma- I made a cabin. A cabin. A cabin. That's no it. defenses. I think I tried once. No, I don't even think did I did. Did you ever get attacked by bosses? No, I, I pretty much... I, I, dude, I mean, I, I was, I'm happy because I don't know if I would have been able to handle it if I did get attacked by things. But every time something came, I just ran and hid in the cabin and put the lights out and waited quietly. No shit. And it always left, you know, eventually. Wow. Yeah, I just got lucky, yeah. I got attacked by plenty of shit when I was out wandering around. Yeah, But, yeah. like, no, nothing ever came in my... Maybe I was on, like, a, a specific patch that had a bug or something. I, I don't know, you know, but, wow. like, 
That's pretty good. I kept wondering when it was good. But that was the kind of the neat, the neat thing about it, too, was though I still had that horror of, like, right. I always thought it was going to happen. When is it coming? You know? Yeah, yeah. I'm like, this has to be the time. No, no. I just I made a simple little tiny base, light source, you know, something to cook something, like a little cook thing, I think. Yeah, fire. Yeah. And so you didn't build, like, all of the other crazy things and, like, did you upgrade nope. your pouches and stuff? and. I'm not even sure if I knew you could do that. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. No, there's all kinds of crazy <laughs> shit about it. And then you can carry more stuff? Yeah, more sticks, more rocks, more branches, oh, more Oh, no, I don't even think I knew you could do more that. Meds, more all that stuff. No, yeah. I probably well, didn't know, I you know you could do that. I don't know about all of that stuff, but... Did you upgrade weapons and all that shit? Nope. Okay. No, I, wait, yeah, I think I did that once or twice. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, well, anyways, I've been getting into that kind of side of it a little bit more. That's crazy crafting shit. And I had no idea how nuts it was. Um, yeah. It's fucking, it's ridiculous. It um, is, yeah. So, anyways, been having a blast with it. That's and, awesome, um, I'm happy to hear it. That supports up to four co-op, right? I think. Uh, or maybe not. Maybe three? Maybe three. I, it's more than I two, see, I think. I honestly don't remember. Yeah. I feel like maybe three, but I... I think it's more than two, whatever it is. I feel, yeah. yeah. But, so you said, you know, you don't have your own game, but your character is the well, same? Well, I, I, I do on my, like, I did actually start originally um no i mean like your co-op character with this guy does he retain all his stuff oh yeah okay yeah. every time i join right, i right, have right. stuff so maybe right, right. if i play on my own i'll still be that character in a new world i don't know but you'd think right uh, who, who knows yeah i don't no, got tons and tons and tons of shit upgraded a fucking <laughs> club like 18 times like did all kinds of crazy <laughs> stuff i've made all kinds of like bombs and stuff right, right. like i'm out of control um <laughs> nice. i'm just a crafting psycho now yeah and, uh, yeah not really. I mean, <laughs> I'm, I'm still finding out more and more uh, about what you can do. Yeah. I'm just like, holy shit. It's a neat I game. really have been doing it. R- basically, it's just made me realize, like, uh, okay, like, I really haven't been playing this game at all. Um, <laughs> I just kind of dicked around in the woods a couple of times. Yeah. And, like, built a little shack, a shelter, and slept the night, you know? Lived in a van down by the river. Yeah, not even. It was like a, it was a fucking like little lean-to that when you sleep in it, it gets destroyed. You know, you can save right. at it. And anyways, very cool game. Um, I'm kind of curious about the second one when it comes. Me too, man. Me too. But, I'm, um, I'm. It's. It's. Yeah. I mean, I remember I was so fucking stoked at the time that it released, and then mm-hmm. just like the complete lack of like they're just. I really did not see coming that they would be like. We're completely comfortable not talking about your console release at all. Mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, like, you can all sit in the corner yeah, <laughs> and patiently. just wait patiently. Yeah, it's Definitely. like, I really just thought because of the success, success of the first one that they would feel the need to and get on much more on top of it. You know, additional resources, additional staff. I mean, I assume, you know, but... Yeah. Uh, yeah, anyways, no, I can't, uh, I, I was just, you know, while you were saying that, I was, like, Googling it rapidly to see, like, you know, is there ever... Any, been anything? Or? Yeah, I, I check every now and then, and, like, I remember seeing a whole lot of nothing. Mm-hmm. It still looks like, from what I can tell, a whole lot of... I mean, here's something from February this year. Someone saying, this could mean Sons of the Forest... Re- just some rumor on Game Revolution. Someone <laughs> saying Sons of the Forest could release on PS5, PS4, Xbox between August, October 2023. So we obviously... You know, it's like these, these the rumors from Come before have, yeah, are, are already uh, false. Yeah, no, I mean, I, I would fucking love... To one of these days, sequel, maybe. Man. Yeah, you know, no, for sure. One of these days. Well, that's awesome. I mean, I'm really happy to hear you're, you're getting into it. Uh, it's a neat game. Yeah, I, 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 and I really like how 
Like, I hate that crafting stuff. Well, hate. I, I'm not a huge, I'm not, I'm not by nature a huge fan of it. Um, but I love how it's just like, you know, I was able to interface with it just a tiny bit. Yeah. yeah. Just enough to play the game, you know? And yeah. like, but there's so much you can do if you want to, like, go nuts with it, you know? Like, yeah. Like, yeah. I did, again, I had no idea. And then yeah. uh, my buddy's like, oh, you know, you can upgrade that, right? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I remember, I remember seeing, like, uh, almost like, I mean, from my outsider perspective, almost like Conan-style bases that someone made in Forest, like just huge structures. Oh, absolutely! Where you can I'm just make, like with with these crazy traps uh, and like yeah. stone walls and <laughs> yeah, stuff. And yeah, yeah, like, yeah. Holy shit! I didn't realize that was a thing. <laughs> it's pretty neat. Yeah, no, it's pretty I, neat. I just I had no idea, but Man. Um, yeah, no, very cool game. I'm almost sad you made me think about that now. I'm like, I feel so bitter about the fact that Sons of the Forest hasn't come out on console. Mm. Like, can it just come? Like, man, it's been a while, you know? It has. Yeah, I feel like it's been almost a year already. But uh, anyways. <laughs> but one thing is it's it's a little, like, uh, I don't know. It's too too horror for me. Yeah. Those caves with that fucking lighter that. or the stick that just, oh you God. know, the, the, the cloth burns off and those, like, lunging baby things. And yeah, like, yeah. The way the no, dudes charge dude. and jump and, yeah. like... Come on. Yeah. yeah. Now, every single one of those spelunking adventures was, like, tense as fuck. No, I, like, don't like uh, I don't like it. I don't like it. Yeah, no. it's really it's really something. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I mean, my, my only advice was, I'm sure you've probably already discovered this, but... No, probably not. Ar- ar- arrows actually are pretty good. I haven't used any of them yet. But, yeah, um, for killing the big things that will kill you in the caves, I found that they could be pretty useful. Okay. Yeah, those crazy, like, many-armed things. Mm-hmm. Like, I remember killing a few of them with arrows and being like, okay, that was easier than fighting in hand-to-hand. <laughs> oh, we use Molotovs. Oh, okay. Um, well, that's... Uh, it still takes a fuck ton. But, yeah, um, yeah. And I can't throw for shit. I miss every time. Uh, yeah, I think I even hit my buddy once. Um, <laughs> that's awesome. Like, it's horrible. <laughs> PvP I, I, damage is on? Yeah, there's... The, you can fire... You can light people on fire. Right. Um, I'm, I'm pretty sure. That's excellent. Or maybe it lit something on the ground on fire that he walked on okay. and caught fire. I okay. Uh, <laughs> that's possible. Yeah. Either way, it's not good. Good shit. Terrifying game. Well, listen. Uh, happy to hear you're experimenting. That's awesome. I love the forest, man. That's such a, it's such a banger. Yeah. Uh, well, anyways, uh, should we move on to the news? Let's do you want to take a break or do news? Uh, you want? Let's do a small. Sure. Uh, we are back, and we are here with some news. Uh, so, moving right on to number one. From Software Recruitment Drive suggests major expansions of Elden Ring and Dark Souls developer. This is October 30th. I got this news off IGN, and IGN got it straight from IGN Japan. A secondary news article that I wanted to note at the same time was from November 2nd. Uh, another headline off IGN, Elden Ring Shadow of the Erdtree expansion is quote-unquote proceeding smoothly at From Software. Beautiful. So I, I know, I, I agree. Um, so back to the first article, uh, talking about the expansion. A recruiting drive from software suggests a major expansion of the Elden Ring, Dark Souls, and Bloodborne developers underway. As reported by IGN Japan, from software is currently recruiting, uh, currently recruiting employees across several departments as it works on, quote-unquote, several new projects. A developer currently has no announced games in development beyond the Elden Ring expansion Shadow of the Earth Tree, however. And from software didn't share anything more in the job advertisements either. Uh, However, we can see from uh, the things advertised that roles are available in the game planning, research and development, programming, character design, background design, cinematic art, motion design, production, sound design, and more than a dozen other departments, certainly suggesting from software is looking to expand its development capabilities. IGN article also notes fans have been calling for new entries in its most famous franchise for years now, of course, with sequels to Dark Souls 3 and Bloodborne, perhaps the most sought-after new games. Dark Souls 3, I gotta be honest, I don't really get anymore because I feel like... To me, Elden Ring is Dark Souls 4. Sounds 
okay to me. You know what I mean? So it's kind of like, I don't really, I, I would sort of expect Elden Ring 2 maybe, mm-hmm. and not like, you know. I, I, I wouldn't expect that for ages, you know. I no, just expect no. Elden Ring DLC. Yeah, yeah. It also, I mean, uh, getting ahead of myself, but Bloodborne also, you know, that's just about, it's all, it's j- just shy of its 10 year anniversary now, hmm. uh, which is March, tw- which would be March 2014. So that's another game that could be, you know, would be very interesting to go back to. Um, the article also notes Sekiro Shadows Die Twice also sets up a sequel. Uh, I didn't actually finish Shadows Die Twice. I got oh, to... Oh, really? Yeah, no, I got really far in it, and um, I just lost speed at some point in time. Hmm. Or lost steam, rather. Yeah. Um, I think I was, like, I was really far, like, 85% through or something. But, hmm. uh, yeah, I, I really enjoyed it, but, you know, it just, I think... It didn't res- the setting didn't resonate uh, as much with me as like other other games. So uh, where was I? Sekiro: Shadows Die Twice also sets up a sequel, but these games releasing as solo entries proves from software isn't afraid to create brand new franchises. Those who enjoy the tough as nails action role playing games will therefore just have to wait and see what the developer announces next. Shadow of the Earth Tree currently lacks a release date, with From Software only sharing a handful of concept art images for the expansion when it announced it in February. It more recently released AC6, Armored Core, Fires of Rubicon. Rubicon in August, which earned an 8 on 10 in IGN's review. Uh, I'll navigate over really quick to the other article. Uh, so this was from transcribed interview with From Software parent company Katakawa Corporation's latest financial earnings presentation. I had no idea they were owned by a, uh, a joint called Katakawa Corporation. Mm. Fo- following these like trails of like who owns what is always like such a, you know, it's so beyond me. Oh, yeah. A little note here from their latest financial earnings presentation, where Katakawa notes, we are currently working hard in the development of DLC for Elden Ring, but we have not announced a release date at this time. It, is, it briefly mentioned this in the presentation also, saying, quote-unquote, development is proceeding smoothly. So, again, uh, nothing big. Um, they're just confirming that it's going well, uh, and that's pretty much all there is to say. Mm. Um, I mean, I think the... I don't know. I mean, what is the news of this uh, expansion drive? How does that uh, how does that grab you? I mean, <clears throat> not at all. <laughs> I just want some DLC. Anything they do is great. I, mm-hmm. I mean, it's fantastic. I guess more people coming on. Maybe, maybe something new will come. I don't know. I guess what intrigues me is the the angle of you know what exactly are they doing with this? Are they doing an Elden Ring? Like, are they beginning Elden Ring two, which would obviously take a really long time? Are they? Yeah, are they trying to? I mean, presumably they're maybe already working on an Elden Ring two. I don't know. Are they maybe you know are these people? Are they getting them to do a Bloodborne sequel, a Sekiro sequel, a new IP? Which, as the article noted, they're really not scared of. Mm-hmm. Um, is it you know are they continuing work on Armored Core and they want to because from what I understand the game did pretty well critically and I think commercially as well. You know are they working on their next Armored Core game? Uh, I don't no. know, but um, I'm I'm just mostly just happy to see that they're sort of what's the word uh, you know cranking up to you know meet new <laughs> new new yeah, expectations, yeah. new success, new levels of success. I mean the company has been on such an upward trajectory that it's it looks looks like everything's going great um and i'm glad that they feel that they have the freedom to like experiment with new things you mm-hmm. know hire people get whatever new project they're working on you know kind of going yeah and um yeah i mean i also you know shadows of the Earth expansion i'm happy to hear it's coming along well i am a little surprised it hasn't released yet and i also re- just realized that like it's i think isn't it almost two years since the game came out is it that long uh, I believe so, yeah, because Elden Ring came out, I mean, it wasn't this year, right? And I think it was last year, and it came out very early on, like it was like maybe February or something, I want to say. Okay. Yeah, it was February 2022. Wow. So we're coming on two years now, and what I think is crazy is that, like, because, you know, the, the Cyberpunk DLC came out, and I was like, 
intrigued but also like oh, i have to get into like i'll have to like sort of do i want to do the game again mm-hmm. you know experience the changes in the system it'll take me a while to get to the dlc you know am i in for that kind of i think i probably actually will play the dlc at some point in time how uh, much does it cost if 40 bucks yeah. okay yeah which i feel is reasonable it sounds like it's very uh, very big right um, and again it's like kind of like if it's a 40 bucks that goes towards something that's more along the levels of the first mission that I love in the game so much, you know, that mm-hmm. was, like, so well-polished, then, like, it could be really worth it. Yeah. You know, and, like, people, from what I hear, people do say good things about it. But anyways, uh, the, the Cyberpunk DLC, when that came out, Phantom Liberty, it's kind of like, yeah, that was a question in my mind of, like, do I want to go back to this? You know, it's always, like, it takes you a lot to sort of get the gears going again and, like, get back mm-hmm. into a game that you Absolutely. Been, you know, and it's like, but then, sh- when I'm thinking about Shadows of the Erd Tree now... It's like, of course I will jump back in immediately to play that. Oh, yeah. And it's not even like... So it just just really... No, but I'm starting a new character. I mean, like, yes, but also it's like I've started so many new characters that it's like, of course, you know? Like, why not? That's what I mean, though, right? (laughs) Yeah, totally, totally. I mean, I have so many characters to choose from to do this, but I won't. Um, Starting a new character is so fun in that game. It's just like... It's endlessly enjoyable. You know, it's like, Absolutely. yeah, those, those first hours are, like, the best parts of the game. You know? 100%. Um, and I just, I think it's really funny that, you know, I have those equations in my head when Cyberpunk DLC comes out. But then when we talk about Shadows of the Earth Tree, which is almost two years after. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I don't even think about the fact that, like, I would just play. You know what I mean? 100%. Yeah, it's like, so there really is something to be said for, like, I don't know. I, it's like, is it the game? Is it the way they handle DLC? Yeah, I don't know. But, like... Yeah, I'm, I'm just super stoked for, uh, for Elden Ring DLC. I yeah. can't wait. You know, I, I will be really happy to, to, to leap back in. I, I've had, I put the game down for a while now, and it's like, it's going to feel good to go back to it, I think. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm really glad I disengaged from it, too, to just give, me, give myself the space to, like, to play around, like, with these, you know, these different indie games, like World of Horror. The, I had time to play Gunbrella. Um, I was going to talk about this later in the rapid fire, but I might as well say it now. There is no light. Finally, they didn't do any official announcements, but I see after just refreshing the Nintendo eShop page over and over again, it finally just got a release. It's it's like up on the store with a release date of this Thursday, okay. and it has like a, 20, a nice twenty percent off sale if you get it in pre order. You know, <laughs> so I pre ordered that today, and like I'm for sure going to play There Is No Light. I'm still really stoked about that game. Yeah, it's been like almost two years I think since we first heard about it, but like whatever, I still think it looks good. You know, and. Um, yeah, anyways, so it's like I'm happy that I'm playing these like smaller games now, and I really feel like it's going to give me the space to get into something big like Elden Ring again. I hear you. Um, but, um, yeah, I mean, that's it. That's, you know, it's really just... Uh, we'll see. We'll see. And it, it's cool that they're ramping up. You know, I'm sure that it, whatever it is, it's going to be exciting. Like, uh, there's very few things that I wouldn't be excited for out of from software. Mm-hmm. You know, like more Armored Core, absolutely. A Bloodborne sequel, I think I would be down for that. You know, like even Dark Souls 4. Like, yeah, I would love to get a date, but I'm happier not to get a date and then stick to it when it comes. Yeah. You know, yeah. or then just drop it. Yeah. But I can't yeah. handle the, this is when it's coming. You wait a year, mm-hmm. and then it's like, oh, yeah, well, a couple more months. Yeah. You know, and then another year passes, and you're like, you know, basically arc two. Um, <laughs> yeah, gosh. <laughs> Is that our next uh, news article? No, that's no, in the no, rapid no, fire. Well, I mean, uh, yeah, I'm totally with you. I'm totally with you. It's, it's, I, again, I'd like to hear a date, but mm-hmm. I'm more happy to not get suckered into expecting a date i feel like from soft would would be on point though like they would probably you know are they usually late do they delay uh Uh, they delayed yeah they delayed elden ring for i think it was like a month max okay yeah that's totally fine no it is Yeah. yeah yeah but anyways yeah totally with you moving on number two yep 
Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2 reveals its main character, Fire the Eldred Kin... The Elder... I can't do it. Fire the Elder Kindred. Eldritch Kindred is what I want to say, I think. Um, so this is uh, just a little tidbit of Vampire the Masquerade news that I felt like discussing, mostly just because the game does not have a lot of spotlight on it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and the very little comes out. Uh, you know, we had that uh, gameplay reveal back at the... I can't even remember what showcase it was. Um, it was Me during either. something. Yeah, yeah. But, no, I do uh, remember... It was a showcase. That's all. I yeah, yeah, yeah. We had that recent gameplay reveal where they sort of like re reannounced the game effectively. Mm-hmm. You know, like okay, this is being worked on now. We have a new developer. We know who it is. The Chinese room is working on it. They're the kids responsible for Amnesia. I want to say Amnesia: March of the Pigs. Is that what it's called? Or Amnesia: Wrath of Pigs? Something like that. No clue. You, you know the Amnesia. I games, know Amnesia, though, right? but I don't know. Yeah. Any other title? Yeah. No. Fair. 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 Um, so you know, yeah, there was that whole reannouncement. Uh, and we've heard very little, so I was just kind of excited to see some news about it. Uh, I thought it was kind of fun that it came out on October 31st. Uh, but uh, yeah, this is I got this headline off IGN, uh, and it's basically a little interview between IGN and um, narrative director at the Chinese Room, Ian Thomas. Uh, he's also, it looks like his other credits include games writer, designer, programmer. Uh, he's working on Vampire Bloodlines 2, the ma- va- no, Vampire the Masquerade Bloodlines 2. Mm-hmm. Uh, and uh, it's basically, this is a long interview, a long, long form interview. It's like 17 minutes long where they're just discussing the various kind of ins and outs of, um, you know, what, what, will the, what will the lore surrounding the main character be like? This character, f- Fire the Kindred. Uh, I will be honest, she does very little for me. Uh, I thought it was a pretty weak uh, protagonist. Um, the actress is just not nailing it from my perspective. Um, I think also, though, they kind of don't say much in the video, but the way they talk about her, I think it's actually just... You, you, it's, I think there's a character creation. Oh, okay. so I think you can be a man. Like, it's not like, it, like she's not actually... He'll probably also be called Fire, maybe, or something. You know what I mean? I mean, that does sound kind of uh, androgynous. Exactly, yeah. Um, because they say that you can... They, they, rather, they imply that you could be male at certain points in time. So maybe the male actor or voice actor will be better. Although also, you know, having shitty... <laughs> shitty, uh, like, you know... Ciphers uh, in in as pr- as primary protagonist is like not something that's very unusual. Mm-hmm. Like V in Cyberpunk is like he's infamously fucking horrible, mm-hmm. <laughs> and he is really like straight up be- like just just terrible, just like absolutely yeah. terrible. Well, people actually say the female actor in uh, in Cyberpunk is supposed to be better than the male. I, I never tried, but uh. oh, well, that's <laughs> I mean very sexist of you. <laughs> <laughs> how, how dare me want to play myself in a, a role playing game where you're supposed to? Well, it's the future. I mean, come on. <laughs> right, it's the future. You can't. They're not future. Um. But yeah, so I mean, the, the actress kind of annoyed me, and she seemed very generic. Um, but at the same time, the characters she's interacting with look a little bit cooler. Um, I, I didn't find it that inspiring, but I am really curious about this game overall. Uh, and I, they did say a few neat things, like sort of, I guess I'm, I'm more interested in the actual gameplay of Vampire the Masquerade. They did see, say a few things about the gameplay in it where, you know, little tidbits about how the, uh, the narr- narrative director is saying the way in which you gain powers will be influenced by how you feed in the city, for example. Right. Yeah. Um, so stuff like that, which, you know, sounds very similar to, say, for example, uh, Vampire. I was actually going to say, you mean like Vampire? Yeah. <laughs> the one with the Y? Yeah. <laughs> totally. I still call it Vampire. Okay. I was going to I was going to say Star Wars the way they have light and dark and right. often it's like it's obviously you're not feeding on people but it's like the infamous as well, right? Yeah, you know, like it's another variation of that kind of system which is right. kind of neat. Um, another thing you said was the fact that the way you are dressed can have interactions it can have have effects on the interactions you have with people. So it's very realistic. <laughs> I can't tell if that's sarcasm or not. <laughs> the way you dress does have an influence on the way you interact with people. Absolutely. 
that, that I think that's kind of a neat concept. Absolutely. And like you know, style and fashion is not something that all RPGs embrace in terms of like. I mean, they always have different things you could equip, but they don't usually do anything. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? No, I absolutely. Uh, actually, uh, that being said, my character in the forest, um, there is no creation in that, right? No. I mean, you're just Timmy's dad. Yeah. But I'm wearing a flight attendant skirt. <laughs> <laughs> nice. It's pretty fucking ridiculous. I, I, I just accidentally hacked up the body there and like it put it on me, and like my body was like, That's really "What funny. the fuck are you wearing?" I'm like, I don't know. Like he sent me a screenshot. I was like, "Oh shit." That's really. Wow. Fun. I don't even remember equipping clothes in that game. That you can, and there's a corpse in the plane, and. Um, yeah, you can hack her up and get her clothes and just like puts them on you. Uh, <laughs> That's funny, man. It, it blew my mind. I was, uh, if I play the game again, I'll have to look at that because yeah. I don't. I don't recall ever being conscious of what I was wearing. Yeah, once yeah. you know, it's the bottom right corner of the crafting menu is the clothes. Huh. Um, so you maybe can pick they up, added that. You can pick up tons of outfits and all kinds of shit. Jesus, wow! No, yeah. I think I glossed over that entire aspect of the game. Fair enough. Um, I mean, you don't ever see yourself. So if you're playing solo, yeah, there's literally no point in ever changing totally 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 we'll, we'll come back to vampire mm-hmm. um and i don't really have that much more to say about it i guess the final thing i can end on is um i did get the impression that uh so the narrative director goes into great detail they don't show this that much in the actual because they show clips of like fire talking to you know in-game npcs mm-hmm. um he but he talks the narrative director talks a lot about how there's some elder vampire like in your head who's gonna be like constantly talking to you and like walking you through stuff and cool. like i like that i I kind of like it, but it also it makes me feel like is this just derivative of Cyberpunk? Because that's exactly what Cyberpunk did. Yeah, but so many games did that before Cyberpunk. Did they? Hundreds. Yeah. Actually, now that you say that, The Darkness Two, dude, which is by the Max Payne so devs, Remedy, I think. Many games have done this before. Yeah. It's a normal thing. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's totally not. Well, I mean, listen, maybe it'll even be cool. God of War Three. Remember the fucking head. I didn't get that far. Really? That's yeah. That's got a. That's got. That's, that's the new God of War. That's 2018 God of War, right? I don't think so. Maybe, no. Maybe. Oh, uh, maybe there's a head in multiple games. I'm not sure. Yeah. Well, I just had a head around my belt with a accent talking, but so many games. Senua. I mean, uh, like, and it goes way back, way before that. Huh. Um, Interesting. Okay. So it's in no way a new idea, but and it can be incredibly irritating, mm-hmm. but it can also, I guess, be an asset. Yeah. Like, yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, it's you know, it will remain to be seen. Uh, very little is known about this game. I went back and watched the footage from the sort of re announce mm-hmm. just to you know refresh myself, and I was like, I was hard on it at first because I felt like the action looked bad in, in the same way that the Blade sequel was, like kind of like very blurry and like you know, not a lot of like fine control. And I was sort of like, eh, I don't know if this will be fun, you know, in terms of like when you actually play it. Mm. But after you know watching it again with sort of a fresh a fresh lens i'm like okay maybe, maybe i was a little bit too hard on that maybe this could be interesting i mean it doesn't look the same way that other first person combat does and hey i mean maybe that's a good thing it's by a weird developer you know chinese room is not like yes they do first person horror but they don't really do gameplay right. you know what i mean like they do uh, experiential sort of puzzle based like narrative things okay. you know so it's like it's really fascinating to see a company like this tackle something that will actually require them to have action mm. and to see how they're going to do that is going to be really fascinating it might be a total flop but like you know at least like the gameplay re-reveal like the, the new announcement of the game it really was different yeah and like i didn't like it i didn't dig it but it did it did not look like other fps games you know? mm-hmm. so there is that 
Um, and I do, yeah, I really do think that the developer of a game like Amnesia suddenly doing an RPG with like more systems in it because they they don't really do games with like systems, mm-hmm. uh, like like a game with systems in it, uh, and then also that has like a lot of combat. I don't know, it could be fascinating. But yeah. um, I hope there's going to be actually. Uh, they do note that uh, there is supposedly a big gameplay demo in January 2024. I think okay. that's coming out, uh, like a big gameplay reveal with like a lot more fleshed out stuff that we're going to see like a lot about the game. So you know, there's that to look forward to. Um, I will definitely be keeping my eyes out because I'm. Just just curious about the product. Yeah, so well, we'll see. And I mean, hey, Dead Island 2 got almost literally buried and really had a fucking phoenix rising from the ashes moment there. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. So maybe it can be done. Who knows? Okay. You know, like yeah. this this game is as troubled, if not more. And uh, yeah. yeah, yeah, the Dead Island 2 story is wild. It's totally wild. That's it's wild that the product came out and you actually enjoyed it. Like that's the craziest part. It's crazy polished, man. Mm-hmm. Remember, you remember how I was saying like it didn't have a single bug that I could tell at like day mm-hmm. one launch. You know, like mm-hmm. crazy polished and like no, it's pretty uh, mind boggling. Yeah, yeah. So whatever. I mean, it can be done. Mm-hmm. You know, we'll we'll see. Moving on, to number three, PS5 Slim's optional disc drive needs to connect to the internet to pair it with a console. Um, yeah, that to me is absolutely wild. I was kind of thinking about when i do finally get a ps5 mm. that i'm gonna get this version yeah because like i don't know if i want a disk drive or not for sure but the only point or the only reason i wanted a disk drive was in case i lose internet and end up watching some blu-rays or something yeah you know, which i have boxes of in closets you know yeah. it's like i don't have them on display or anything yeah. but i have a ton of old movies for and sure like, for sure if i need the internet for it yeah. then it i don't need the the drive basically yeah. I mean, unless No, it's, pretty much, yeah. I, I don't know. I can't think of what else I would use it for. Unless it I mean, can read data disks and all that stuff and, like, yeah, I go don't, way I don't above know. and beyond. Because the 3 and 4 couldn't. Yeah, um, I kind of doubt it. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I don't see why they would do that. It's worth noting that... But if they turned it into an actual, like, fucking PC, you know? Like, right, um, yeah, yeah. I, I can't see them ever doing that. Right? Yeah. No, yeah. I mean, so they haven't so far. Why would they now, you know? Yeah. Um, so, anyways, it to me, that's a huge... Write off like that means yeah, it's a turn off. Uh, I have time. no interest in this anymore. I mean, I, it's I it's worth noting that it is only to pair it, right? Um, so it's sh- I mean, it in theory, work after it's just the first time you boot it up. Oh, yeah, okay, that changes yeah. things a lot. It does, it does, yeah, yeah. Okay, that changes things entirely because yeah. I mean, the majority of the time I will be on the internet for sure, for sure. So it would be like Bluetooth after, I guess. No, I think it'll be. Maybe it would be Bluetooth. like you need the Wi-Fi to pair. I think it's. I assumed it was plugged. Is it not plugged? I, I know so little about the new PS5 Slim, mostly because I just don't care. Um, yeah, well, is it even? I assumed yet? it was plugged. Is it even out yet? No, it's supposed to come out. Um, so I, don't think I think end of November, early Sorry. December. It's a holiday season. I don't think anybody really knows too much about it yet. Well, I mean, this this whole thing was spotted by. Um, just to come back to the IGN article here for a second. Uh, they referenced, yeah, Charlie Intel Twitter account, uh, which published images of the Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 PS5 Slim bundle. Uh, and then eagle-eyed observers noticed a disclaimer that has set the cat among the pigeons within the video game community. Quote-unquote, internet connection required to pair disk drive and PS5 console upon setup. And this is a okay, very small... Setup, it's like the fine print in that picture right there. Yeah, but the upon setup is the only part. Like, that I didn't realize. is Yeah. To me, that changes everything. Well, I mean, I, it's for me, it's just kind of like... This falls largely into the category of like, yeah, it's, it's, it's effectively not a problem for almost anybody, but it's just like, why should our hardware need to access internet to pair to a, it's like, it just falls into the category of completely unnecessary things that are really like not great for like the industry as a whole. It's like the same way, you know, it's like, 
it's mostly for game preservation purposes. Mm-hmm. So you or can like, still play a game that you purchased a yeah. long time ago. You yeah. can just plug it in and play yeah. it. And instead of, you know, like, oh, well, actually, no, the server's, uh, the link is no good anymore. You need yeah. an update to play. Yeah. You need, well, a lot of stuff, PS Plus now. Totally, the totally. majority of the things I play. So. Yeah. I mean, I guess it's, it's just, just the time we're in. The need to authenticate to a server that may or may not be there in the future, mm-hmm. right? It's like, of course it probably will be. There's no, really no reason to believe it won't be. It's but, just like, why? Yeah. You know, yeah. like, why? And it's just, it's always a little bit of like a, could you guys just not do that? Yeah. <laughs> you know, yeah. like. But I do take back what I said before. Like, because again, if it's only on setup, yeah, it doesn't yeah. really matter. It but, probably uh, doesn't. I mean, and again, we don't really, I mean, I guess, does it actually, yeah, it specifies on upon setup. Yes. And it, this is the fine print of like this this uh, photo someone uh, saw of the of this bundle, right? Right. Like, you, you can read it clearly. Like I read it too, but uh, mm-hmm. so you know, it says it's going to be only on setup, and it's like I agree with you. Yeah, it's not really a problem. It's just like why? Well, you even know? if you're in a place that doesn't have Wi-Fi, you can fucking turn your phone into a hotspot. Yeah, yeah. Like literally, there's no. Yeah, totally. It's just like all these unnecessary obstacles yeah. that really just don't have to be there. You know, twenty twenty three, man. I know, I know, but it's like still, you know. I'm with you. I think it's stupid as fuck. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, it's not effectively a problem, but it definitely turns me off of their direction a little bit. But plugs, Um, I guess, just uh, wires and plugs are outdated, eh? Well, I think it is wired. I don't know. know? But even if it's not wired, like Bluetooth doesn't need to be, like Bluetooth needs to be paired, but you don't require anything to pair it. Right, like it pairs by itself naturally. I think so. Yeah. Yeah, it doesn't need Wi-Fi to pair. You know, right. like Bluetooth is strictly Bluetooth. Yeah. yeah it yeah. can operate with wireless, I think, but uh, by sure. itself, it will pair with. As it. I mentioned it, I'm just like now I'm I'm questioning everything, <laughs> and uh, I really don't. I have I recently got a, a Bluetooth speaker. Pairing with it is hilarious and whatever. Um, but last week or the week before, uh, Jazz was upstairs before going to work. Mm-hmm. And uh, I was in the bathroom down here, and I, I turned a video on my phone, and I couldn't hear anything, so I turned up the volume all the way, and I could oh, fucking shit. hear it clear as day. My phone was still paired with the speaker from, like, the night before or something. <laughs> I don't know how it didn't turn off. Honestly. That's awesome. But, um, yeah. Yeah, I know what you mean, yeah. Some weird shit. That, that, that happens sometimes. I go to... It, sorry, it's annoying as hell when I get a phone call, and I'm paired up through my mm. phone, because mm. I have to unpair to answer the call without it going through the speak uh, yeah. i don't know i feel like there's still some kinks yeah but anyways well oh, sorry I mean, to interrupt your story no not at all I was, I, a similar thing happens to me whenever i go to my uh i guess soon to be sister-in-law's uh house mm-hmm. yeah like from like six months earlier like suddenly i'll be walking through the kitchen and it'll just be like uh her speaker will suddenly be like now paired to j-rocks uh you know like iphone or whatever and it's just like yeah it's a little it's a little disconcerting but yeah, uh yeah. <laughs> that's bluetooth for you i turn i like to turn it off on my phone when i'm not using it like i just me too i do the same I thing bluetooth off it's, mm-hmm. it's this day i just happen to forget and uh that is funny yeah well again it's sort of like you know it's not really a problem for people this, no. th- this type of thing no. it's just it's like diablo with it's like drm and like always online shit it just can you just not do that yeah and what I'm hoping is that, like, they'll maybe be persuaded by negative press to just be like, okay, we'll remove it, you know, like, sorry. <laughs> yeah. Know? But, like, that's one of the few things, one of the few angles that I've been really happy about with, like, sort of, you know, the customer and the fan base speaking out is, like, against these, like, DRM things. Because I feel like if no one pushes back against this shit, it's just like, well, why would they give a shit, you know what I yeah. mean? Like, it has to be from pressure from the consumer. Like, that's really the only way. Or unless, you know, there was some sort of, like, 
you can imagine like a, a law being passed for electronics where it's like okay you don't you can't require internet access if it's not really if it's not actually needed by the you know what i mean like you can't right. do it just to gather information you need to actually have a reason kind of thing yeah but uh anyway so i mean you know here's hoping that they maybe change their minds about that idea but it's uh, not knows. really effectively going to be a problem for no, anyone no it's it's significantly know? less than i thought it was yeah uh, yeah that's totally fair that's totally fair um so. anyways moving on to the rapid fire let's do it cool that's all we got for news so take you right into the rapid fire Number one, Banishers Ghosts of New Eden releasing today, November 7th. Rapidly, I think it's shit. <laughs> I don't know. I, I, I was kind of interested in it, honestly, but then watching the more I watched of it and the combat and stuff, I was just kind of like, nah, you know what? I think I'll pass. Yeah. Um, and it's not to say that it's garbage or anything. It's just uh, I'm not feeling it, which I, is not saying much. <laughs> totally fair, totally fair. And this is, if anybody doesn't remember, Banishers Ghosts of New Eden, we've covered it a few different showcases. I want to say there was a Gamescom maybe last year. Some more recent festival, I can't remember which one, and I thought it looked great at the time, uh, and then we sort of, it's, it's by Don't Not Entertainment, I never said that, uh, I thought it looked great at the time, we don't, we haven't heard much about it for... We don't not heard nothing. We don't... <laughs> <laughs> I was trying to think of a pun to do with nodding in my head, but I can't, uh, nothing's coming to me. Yeah, we've heard very little little about it, and I... I, I was really surprised to, see, to just see somewhere that this is coming suddenly coming out today and i was like i don't think it's a good it's it's a it's a very good sign that like i have not heard anything about this game in the past like sort of month or so leading up to its release but uh, i mean i went back and checked some footage it looks cool uh i mean i don't think anybody cares i'm, I'm still gonna log in it's uh, it's also a bad sign that clearly there's no the review embargo was probably today or rather, I guess there was right, effectively there was... no review embargo. It's just, you know, as soon as you can buy the game, that's when you can review it kind of yeah. thing. No pre-release copies given, and that's not great, usually. Mm -hmm. uh, I assume that that, coupled with the fact that nobody's talking about it, probably means the game's dog shit. But, I mean, oh. I'm still going to check the reviews in like a day or two, and just to just out of curiosity, if nothing else. You know that's I mean? it. I mean, it, yeah, again, it was today it came out, right? Yeah, it's so, today. So, yeah. I mean, whatever. We'll see. I checked today. There's still no reviews. We'll uh, like, even right before, but... Uh, next episode. episode. Maybe next 80, episode. We'll talk yeah. about it. I mean, uh, if, we, if we're not talking about Banishers Ghost of New Eden next episode, that's probably just because nobody cares. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Or we don't. But I was at least, I was just like, oh, that came out. Yeah. It's interesting. It's not, worth noting. Not much comes out to me. You know, like, uh, yeah. not much that... I could be interested in comes out and yeah. like this is the type of game that I would be interested in yeah you know? like, totally uh, totally uh, it's clearly a lot of Witcher influence God of War influence I think yeah, maybe Sekiro well, maybe know. Sekiro yeah. Uh, yeah no it's true with the, the, the way the character looks not the combat yeah like some of the combat almost struck me more as like Devil May Cry combat and like some of the speedy it was weird it was yeah but like kind of knock off Devil May Cry yeah, um, <laughs> yeah not, not as impressive and crisp and good feeling like it just looked kind of it's tough to say if it'll be sloppy or not mm -hmm. without playing it, you know? Like, uh -huh. it looks slick in the, in the stuff they show, but it's like, will it feel slick? You know? mm -hmm. Yeah, that's kind of the question. Oh, well. Moving on to number two. Yes. Ark Survival Ascendant has an Xbox Series XS release date delayed again on PS5. This is November 6th, and this news comes right after there was an Xbox partner event that happened literally the day after we recorded last time, I think. Right. Uh, and that was, uh, yeah, an Xbox partner event October 25th, which was the first showing of uh, Ark Survival Ascendant footage that we've seen yet, I believe, unless I'm mistaken. Oh, no, there's tons of it out. Oh, I see. There's uh, like and there was before October 25th? Uh, before October 25th? No. Okay, okay. So, so the Xbox Partner preview where they showed a, a long extended uh, trailer, that was the first of the, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Of the survival the first, And footage. then I think yeah. it actually came out like the week after or something like that. It that was, would make uh, sense. It wasn't really delayed again, I don't think. 
I think, or maybe it was a couple of days, but it, it actually, I was really surprised when it came out. Because there was no, there was that, and then very shortly after, the game was actually out. Um, okay, yeah, out on Steam. Uh, yeah, Steam. That makes yeah, sense, yeah. that makes sense. Uh, so yeah, it came out Steam as of, I guess, November 6th. So it looks like yesterday? There's, but there's been tons of videos. Maybe people had early access or something? Yeah, maybe. Yeah, they probably had early access. Yeah, yeah that's more likely than anything. Yeah. Because people have made tons of videos of it. Hi, it looks like, like it was released on the same day as the, the showcase, maybe. Okay. The day after the showcase. Okay. Uh, and then the article on IGN, which is November 6th, which is just yesterday, because Wildcard, uh, correct me if I'm wrong, but Wildcard at the time had just said that the console delays, uh, the console versions are delayed indefinitely during this partner showcase. I think, so, yeah. I think they said, okay, they're delayed, uh, and they just didn't say a release date. And then uh, this is just a little bit of more a confirmation from Studio Wildcard that uh, the IGN article notes here, the... Xbox Series X and S uh, and Windows PC releases will be are on track for November 14th. And then the, the, the PS5 one alone is delayed for the moment. I mean, they didn't give a release date, but they said should be like later November. Right. Like not, like not a long time, just like a brief delay for the PS5 version. And, uh, you know, I mean, there's a bunch of information about like how the crossplay will work, how the servers are going to work, etc., etc. I just want to talk about this because, you know, we haven't talked about our arc in a long time and Survival Ascended, you know, there had been sort of nothing about it for a while. And uh, I, I just like want to get a note to that. It. Last episode. We talked about talking about it, and uh, then we didn't. Because okay. <laughs> we were like, did we talk about this? And then you were like, well, the showcase is tomorrow. We might right. as well wait and see what happens there. Right. Yeah, so we actually haven't. Uh, okay. Yeah. Uh, so, I mean, I don't know. I mean, with with this new Ark Survival Ascended news out, with actually seeing what it looks like, what, does this do anything for you? Yes, no. So, I was thinking this would be the game that made me buy a PS5. I do not feel this way anymore. Okay. Yeah, I mean, it looks good. Parts of it look great. I'm sure it's going to be a buggy mess for months after release. Uh, I'm really not a fan of their whole pricing shit, the adjustment that they made. I wasn't yeah. happy with the way that they were pricing it originally. I do not feel that they fixed it. Mm. They changed it. I feel it was a better deal to include this in the ARC 2 price. Right, you which know, was originally, yeah, it was like you buy ARC 2, you get this for yeah, free. Yeah, but then you had to pay for a couple of DLCs on this. Okay. And it was like, I think they were they were saying it was like two installments of DLCs and it was like 20 bucks each or something. Right. I could have those numbers wrong, but either way, it's less than what they're fucking charging now. Yeah, I suppose. You know, this is, charging, is this like 60? Yeah, I think this is 60. Um, and this is going to include the DLCs that come with it. Right. But then Arc 2, I believe, will be a full price game. Ah, I see. Yeah. And it's just kind of like, well... Yeah. Yeah. But people people cried about it and like people complained to the point yeah. that they did this. So No, that, that is a good point. Yeah. They did kind know, of give them what they asked for. I yeah. can't blame <laughs> you know. And and I was I wasn't too happy with the original shit either. Mm. One of my main uh, one of the main reasons I was pissed off about it was because they closed down the original game that I spent so much fucking money on. Yeah. Um, that's Arc 1. That's or, really the only part that doesn't feel great. Right? Well, Ulti- just, ultimately? The whole thing just, you know, made a stew and, and yeah. ticked me off. And uh, that's kind of why I, I'm not too happy with them. But yeah. at the same time, I don't 100% blame them. You know, right. it's like, how long are you going to keep... A, janky old broken ass game around for exactly it's like yeah. that they never actually fixed yeah you know <laughs> to me it just would have made more sense to you know just fucking give us this one yeah if you're closing down the old game give this one away yeah build more hype for the second one right and um and it protects you it saves you from 
having to release the second one because I think they've already put that off by, I believe, two years. Okay. Um, <laughs> maybe longer. Yeah. Uh, no, it can't be longer than two years. No, no, no. I'm probably just talking shit. But it's been a while, um, mm, I yeah, think. Yeah, no, for sure. Yeah. It could have been speculation that I heard of originally, too, at its release date. So, I don't know. But I feel like they've delayed Arc 2 quite a few times. Yeah, <clears throat> yeah. And whatever. Good for them. They put this out. It does definitely look better than Arc survival yeah right but survival um, evolved yeah yeah right but like good enough to convince me to buy a ps5 yeah i don't think so maybe a great product for people who have never played arc you yeah know? like for, for if you're getting into it well, for the first time it's again, like, it kind of makes sense depending on how janky it is and how broken yeah, it I is because yeah. right now it's on pc I just assumed that, like, uh, you know, all you're doing is, like, upgrading to a PS5 or PS4. It's like, can, can it be that hard? Like, I mean... <laughs> yeah, it was so broken, though, on console. Okay. Like, and it always has been. Right. Um, I've heard it's better on uh, PC, but uh, never seen it, never played it. Hmm. But I have seen and played a lot of console, mm-hmm. and it is incredibly... It's always been incredibly broken. Right. Like, and I didn't play it at launch. Right. I played it <laughs> shortly-ish after, but I didn't uh, start off with it. And, dude, this is a broken-ass game. Right. Like, uh, <laughs> so I can only imagine this will go through similar problems. Yeah. And um, I'll hold off saying fuck wildcard, but, you know. <laughs> I didn't say it, right? I didn't say it. So I no, just, I'm totally, holding off. Totally. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm not saying it. I mean, I do think that I kind of feel what you're saying in terms of, like, having empathy for the company because it's, like, the game... They do, like, at some point in time, I mean, yes, they do need to move on, number one. And number two, they do still need to make money and stay afloat somehow while they wait to do something bigger. For sure. Right? Like, so you can't just fix the product, you know, that you've already made, right? Like, that you've already made the money from. Yeah. Um, Like, there's no more, there's no longer any incentive. The big problem was they just, they released just fucking unfinished products nonstop. Right. And then, like... You know, here, oh, here's a new map. Yeah. It's, oh, it's broken as fuck, though. Um, <laughs> and this doesn't work, and this doesn't work, and this doesn't work, and it's like constant disconnects. You know, maybe they should um, take a little bit more of a closer look at the Destiny playbook. I mean, well, like, Bungie this, ha- handles I'm, it pretty well, you know? I'm really hoping that all of these delays are ensuring that Arc 2 is not going to be the same. I do not have faith. <laughs> I'm I not a religious either. man and I do not have faith. <laughs> you can't see me, but I was grimacing hard. Yeah, yeah no. So... I mean, again, I'm just being wishful. Yeah, um, yeah. So, anyway, that's how I feel about Ark. All right, well. Moving on to number three, RoboCop Rogue City, releasing November 2nd. Again, this is a very small mention. I just wanted to note that Rogue City has come out five days ago. Uh, it got a, a 7 on 10 on IGN. It has a, it's currently sitting at a 71 on Metacritic, uh, 38 critic reviews. That, I would say, is pretty good for a game that I thought looked awful. In all the- <laughs> what about cost? Oh, yeah, that's an excellent question. I don't know. Uh, I want to say forty dollars. Completely forgot to check that PSN Store Canada. That is relevant. Yeah, it it may well not be a full price game. Robo. Oh, I can't imagine it would be. I actually would guess it is. Really? Yeah, it's eighty. Yeah. No fucking. It's way. not ninety. Like it doesn't have the price no, increase. Eighty bucks right? though. That's. Oof. I I'm actually not surprised. Yeah, I thought it looked like an eighty dollar game. Well, I thought it looked from like what a, I saw a, before. A, yeah. I absolutely. Did not think that that was an eighty dollar game. Yeah, <laughs> I was like forty tops. You know? oh, right, no, maybe maybe fifty, maybe fifty five. Because yeah, fifty is the new fifty or fifty five is the new forty. Yeah, right. Like you right. can't blame them for that. Yeah, they, they got to well, take the inflation. Uh, eighty is the new sixty, so you know, yeah. or new sixty nine. Right? <laughs> true, true. Well, 
Uh, that's in the states. Yeah, it's ninety is the new eighty. Yeah, right. That's, sorry yeah, <laughs> for us. That's, yeah. that's it. Yeah, um, yeah I, I'm, I'm not particularly surprised that it's eighty dollars. But the funny thing about the, this Robocop Rogue City game, I previously completely dismissed. I heard some people express a lot of interest in it, and it mm. kind of like got me curious. And I do notice that you know it's it's it sounds like from what I see that it, it is a really really faithful homage to Robocop. Uh, and it is a perfect adaptation of what it looks like in the in the the old Robocop. I think it's the the first the Robocop 80s, movie. Yeah. yeah, the eighties to have that in a video game now, and like the character feels like Robocop. You know, like the guns work like Robocop. Like it's it's like cheesy in the right ways. Mm-hmm. You know, but still takes itself seriously enough. Sort I, of fire theme style that had some authentic alien vibe to it. No. Yeah, hundred uh, percent. More tongue in cheek well, than a- aliens. Alien. Th- Aliens. Aliens fire team. It, you mean alien? No, no, no. Fire team was similar to the second alien movie, Aliens. Absolutely. Right? Not yes. the first one, not the third no, 100%. one. None of the others. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The yeah, second yeah, yeah. One. Totally, totally. No, a good homage. Yeah. Right. And this looks like it is really going to satisfy people who are big fans of Robocop. Maybe not Do they people. they exist anymore? I think you're the target audience of anybody. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you and me are probably the target audience of anybody. Um, I don't know. I mean, it's like, yeah, it looks. All I have to say is it looks a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah, huh, let's cool. put it that way. I'm, I'll check it out later. Because I saw some some footage earlier, and I was just like, "Holy mother, this looks like a bad game." Yeah, yeah well, that's what I'm talking about. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, I know. I'm gonna. It's I'm supposedly gonna look at it in the plays store. surprisingly well. And you know, it has a couple other good indications too. Like I saw on IGN that there was like a they had a breakdown of like you know 24 really cool Easter eggs that are nods to original Robocop in the game. Okay. And I looked at a few of them and I'm like, okay, yeah, these are the kinds of things that it's like, it looks like it was made by like a bootstrap budget team that fucking loves Robocop. <laughs> you know what I mean? What more could you ask, you know? Really, yeah. I mean, not, not that much more. Um, so I just thought that was kind of, it could be nice to note. Uh, moving on to number four. The day before delayed again, a fantastic, fantastic, shares new trailer and big update November 1st, uh, along with accompanying article, I, we shouldn't be surprised, the day before accused of copying other games again, November 2nd. Uh, I got both of these up off IGN, and these came straight from the developer, a fantastic, uh, with uh, you know big announcements of their new... The, the new, what, what is the latest uh, delay in uh, the day before? So, I mean, I don't have a lot to say here. I still, I'm not, I'm not 100%... I'm not 100% convinced this is a real game. Neither am I. <laughs> but allegedly... Uh, did you watch the gameplay trailer? No. Oh, well, recently? Yeah, like, the one that they... they, they there's one did? that came no. with this. No, no, sorry, I didn't. It's all good. Because I watched the last one and the For one sure. before, and I was just like, hey, you know, like the last yeah. one actually did look worse. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. I, I, you know what? Fuck it, I'll check it out now. I mean, the interesting thing about them is that I feel like... Like, their gameplay trailers have really gone through a really big evolution, too. And it's like every each new trailer changes styles dramatically mm. from, like, what it was... From just the way it's presented. Does that make sense? Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That does make me wonder a lot if, well, like, it's a real was, thing. You the know? first one had so much personality at yeah. the, in the barn and the, or the farm. It did. Whatever. Yeah. And it was dark. And it just... Dude, it looked cool. It did. It did. But then the other stuff I saw, I was like, this... It gave me some, uh, and I hate to talk shit about World War Z like this, but it gave me some like World War Z vibes almost. Yeah. Like in terms of the sort of generic cheapness right. to it. Right. And I was like, I don't know. Okay. So yeah, I watched that uh, trailer and it's uh, cozy and safe in apocalyptic chaos. 
Whatever the fuck that means. That was the dumbest looking trailer I've ever seen. Um, that makes it wasn't me super inspiring. Completely yeah. uninterested. I feel like fuck this. I mean, like what uh, Fantastic is officially said is, I'll take a snippet off the IGN article here. The highly anticipated and controversial post-apocalyptic open world MMO the day before has been delayed again to December seventh, twenty twenty-three, but will only launch in early access on Steam with no word on a console release date. So it will launch early access on Steam December seventh. Developer Fantastic shared a big update on the game alongside a three-minute trailer below. The delay to December 7th is day before his third delay and comes with the first mention of it only launching in early access and not on consoles at the same time and after promise of no more delays. Well, they've said that almost every time. Uh, the PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series XS versions will be released alongside the full version of the game, but Fantastic offered no inclination as to when this may be. The article notes further on, there's a, a bit of other, you know, sort of fluff. The main takeaway for me, they go over the, the system specs, uh, some other stuff the company said. The main takeaway for me is that um, also this early access is only going to be available to, you remember how the people that, the volunteers they use, mm -hmm. uh, that was, you know, there was a whole controversy around that too. Um, they get special perks. The early access is only going to be for people who are working on the game. Mm -hmm. So it won't be for the public at December 7th. I didn't realize this at the beginning, but now that I see this, it makes me think even more that it's like, is this just even... A real thing? What will hopefully happen is when December 7th comes, somebody will leak it, right? In whatever state it's in. Well, it and then we'll we'll at least see, you know, but... Uh, but just based on that trailer, like, I mean, come on. you yeah. got to admit that that was so random, so all over the place. It is, it is. And no, it it's really all over the place. so dog shit. Yeah. Like... I don't think it looks... I mean, I don't have any issues with what the game looks like. My issues is really just around... Uh, that's fair. That's the fair. inventory menu, the, the fucking uh, mechanics, uh, everything... The way the guy was lifting weights and running on the treadmill made me think of DayZ, which came yeah. out in 2013. Yeah. Uh, the inventory menu looked the same as DayZ, yeah. which came out in 2013. That's the, just... A lot of the stuff looked like a blatant ripoff of an, a 10-year-old yeah. shitty game. Yeah. Like, uh, <laughs> and I'm, I'm not... I mean, I don't know. I'm, I'm calling it shitty because of console and what I've seen on console. Mm -hmm. It might actually be awesome on... Um, PC, mm -hmm. like I've it, I, I always wanted it until it came to console, <laughs> and then I like really looked into it, and I was like, oh no, like I'm not gonna do that. Um, so it might be amazing on on uh, PC, but again, ten years old, and it might look this, like I don't know, man. I don't. Know. Yeah, no, I, I totally hear you. I totally hear you. I wasn't expecting. Did look okay. Actually. It was okay. Yeah, I wasn't expecting it ever to look good. That's not where. I, that's that's never why I was that interested. I guess it was. It's more like just the idea of what it's doing. I suppose, but, which looks kind of neat. But the setting from the beginning. Okay, so like the the setting and the the characters that you're interacting with, like in that settlement yeah. or whatever. Yeah. Compare that to the video where the guy's walking through the mall. Right. Like night and day. Yeah. That looked like PS5 only because you couldn't run it on something right. so weak. Right. This looks like a PS3 game yeah. <laughs> that you're running on PS5, you know? like. I mean, I will agree with you that the more we see, the more it looks like. And I really do feel like the massive cha shift in like... Um, presentation direction in every single one of the trailers mm -hmm. like it's been a big shift in every one whether it's good for, for good or for bad you know, like this one with all the narration and like the way they show all the close-up first person stuff it's just like very different from the previous trailers and if you go even all the way back to the initial you know uh, initial announcement trailer it's like you know that's things have come a long way from that too and it's just like yeah it more and more looks like it's kind of not a real thing and it's like and if it is a real thing then this company has like 
is very confused about their messaging and like the way they present things, you know? And like mm -hmm. either way it doesn't look great. Nope. Yeah, I was hoping to actually see it on December seventh so I can sort of like finally put this to bed either way kind of thing. But unfortunately if it's really only for, you know, the, the partners. Yeah, the partners kind or of thing. The then I guess yeah. gosh, we'll have to wait even longer to find out if it's real. Well, Whatever. Maybe you know? some of the volunteers stream. I mean, I would certainly hope so, you know, like I, I do kind of want to, as you know, one of the comments in that article was saying, you know, maybe this will get a good documentary out of this. I would like for this thing to at least be exposed if that's, if that's what it is, you yeah. know, like either way, it would be nice to just know. Just to stop talking about. Just to stop talking about it. Yeah. Yeah. Not, well, yeah. Sorry. I was going to say to stop anticipating or to stop waiting on mm -hmm. it. Like I have stopped waiting on it for a long time. Now. So have I. So it's like, I don't, I don't even care. At this <laughs> point in time, it's really just morbid curiosity. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, I want to yeah. know if it's a scam or not. Sort of like that Blue Bird, Blue Box, was it? Uh... Yeah, Blue Box Studios. <laughs> 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 the Silent Hill remake or the PT, the PT remake that never happened kind of thing. Yeah. Um, oh, it's man. that same sort of morbid curiosity. No, it is. It is totally, totally. Anyway. Uh, but that's all there is to say about that. Um, moving on to number five, this was going to be There Is No Lights, which eShop release date noted by Josh. It's been pre-ordered. I'll be buying it. Please be excited. Moving number straight on to number six. Rumor, there's a chance Dragon Quest X offline could be coming to the West. Oh, so, that would be amazing. <laughs> so I got this off. We should be talking about it. We should get Jasmine to come in on this one. Mm. So I got this off Push Square, and Push Square got this directly from the nice, kind folks at Gematsu. Um, and this Dragon Quest X offline, it has... So Dragon Quest X is the only Dragon Quest game, if I'm not mistaken, that has never come to the West. Okay. And that's mostly because it was an online game, I think. Okay. So it was, and it's also, it's the only Dragon Quest game. It's a little, it's very unique uh, in that it, it's, I mean, I can only speak for myself, but I don't think anybody anticipated a traditionally single player turn-based Final Fantasy style thing to suddenly have an MMO one day. You know? Yeah. I guess Final Fantasy Wait, went that Dragon direction. Quest? Okay, so, uh, I'm sorry, this is out of nowhere, but uh, Jazz, I sold Jazz my old, play, or gave Jazz my old PlayStation. Mm-hmm. Somehow, uh, she brought it over to her cousins. They play these games like crazy, right? These turn-based whatever. Sure, yeah. All this stuff. And um, all of a sudden, I look at my phone, and I'm like, uh, you know, I got the PS app, and it says that I played Dragon Quest VI for less than an hour. And I'm like, what the <laughs> fuck? And then it says I'm playing For the King. I played five hours. And I'm like, dude, what the fuck? But I swear, Dragon Age VI. I was like... Uh, hey, Dragon Age, Dragon Quest XI. Dragon yeah, Quest XI. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. 11. Yeah, sorry, not six. But anyways, it's just uh, Dragon Quest, and I got that shit on my fucking PS account. Apparently. Like uh, you got to unpair someone's... Uh... Yeah, no, I guess I got to get my account off of that PlayStation. Yeah, probably, yeah. <laughs> anyway, they I told you we should get Jasmine down here for this one. They did it by accident, actually. But sure, anyways. sure, sure. Dragon Quest Eleven was interesting. It's not, you know... It's it, not my thing, man. It wasn't the amazing game that, like, Dragon Quest Eight is really the, on PS2, that was, like, a pinnacle of, like, turn-based RPG development. <laughs> Don't, dude, it was, like... I mean, if you like that genre, it was so much better than anything okay. else you know what i mean um like insanely tight combat really 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 difficult like very challenging okay that's incredibly rare for turn-based rpgs um the story that's actually phenomenal that you mm. want to see what what happens like just really really nice anyways um so dragon quest 10 is unique and it's the only one that's an, that, that is not single player it's an mmo it was released only in japan uh and yeah it's the only one that hasn't come to the west if i'm not mistaken i think even nine wait Oh, maybe nine didn't come out in the West either. I can't remember, but very few of them haven't come out in some capacity. Uh, and this game, I was excited about it when it actually came out. I assumed that I would never be able to play it uh, because you know I'm like MMO. You know, it's already been out for two years. There's no 
you know, no, no sign yeah. of a release in the West. Like, I'm sure it's never going to come here. So apparently this, this, this 10 offline version, it's not, this is just a rumor. It's not for sure that it's going to come to the West, but it's mainly that it's now being, like, the offline version has actually been planned since 2021, I want to say. Mm. Um, and it's now circulating, let me just, yeah, it actually released in Japan last year. And as spotted by Gamatsu, new trailers for Dragon Quest X Offline have been uploaded by Square Enix Asia, confirming the title will launch in early 2024 for PS5, PS4, and PC in regions like China and Korea. Uh, here's another thing. These fresh trailers do not list Nintendo Switch as a platform. Uh, sorry, that might suggest the game's... Nintendo is handling the game's publishing outside of Japan, which is something that has happened before with previous Dragon Quest games. Okay. Is that uh, Nintendo handled the, the Western release exclusively. So... We don't know, but it could mean that Dragon Quest X Offline could come out in the West. I think that's neat for Dragon Quest fans. Unfortunately for me, the fact that it's offline mm-hmm. completely kills any interest there could have been in the game. Okay. Because what was what was cool about it was that it was the only one that was an online game. Right. Yeah, that's kind of that was its entire draw for me, and I was like, man, I would love to try Dragon Quest characters with like friends. Like that's just yeah. weird, you know. And like yeah. it's probably bad, but like I'd still love to try it. I don't know, you Whatever. know. Um, so that's a bummer. But still, I mean, you know, it is nice the game could, might be getting a localization in the West. Yeah. It's just a rumor. What I was hoping for was the actual MMO version, but, you know, maybe, right. I don't know. That, it doesn't look like that's going to happen. But uh, still, for people who have never had a chance to play Dragon Quest X, if they really want to, I mean, it could be nice to get a Western release of the game. Yeah. And uh, there certainly are their fans in, uh, in, in North America. Nice. But, um, yeah, Dragon Quest is, that, is that a game that's famous in Japan for... Uh, they actually forced them to this was apparently a real thing i don't think it's apocryphal they forced uh, square enix to not release it on a weekday because literally everybody would call in sick to go play the new dragon quest release that's pretty funny it's really funny yeah they actually coordinated with them they're like you can't do it like you need to do it on like friday <laughs> evening or saturday morning like <laughs> we we cannot have mass worker outages mm. on dragon quest release day that's pretty funny it's amazing yeah no, it's, it's really big there it's yeah. like it's also big here but it's like insane there so, yeah, I mean, it's like, I would be happy if it came, even if it was just not on flying version, just because I like the franchise, I guess. I'm, I don't think I'm going to play it, but it gives me vague hopes that, like, I don't know, maybe maybe, maybe I can hope for, like, perhaps a, an actual MMO release someday. If it does well, who knows? Mm-hmm. But it uh, doesn't look likely, but I would love to try that. So, no, no. you know. I just thought it was curious that this game that is like a few years old and like never, there was never any mention of release in the West is finally getting an offline version and like yeah might actually go outside of uh, outside yeah. of Asia. So we'll see. Very know. good. But uh, that's really all we have for you this week. I mean, um, I mean, it was kind of you know it was a uh, the topics were a little the games were very all over the place. Yeah, you know, like a lot of different genres kind of thing. But um, I don't know. I mean, uh, I enjoyed myself. Well. <laughs> hope you guys have found something uh you know interesting tasty to listen to mm-hmm. and uh i don't know yeah i mean do you have do you have anything else to say to you fuck arc I'm just <laughs> no, 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 no 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 fuck I, studio I, wild card yeah, yeah wild card wild card or snail is it now uh snail take over the arc shit i don't remember uh it doesn't matter no i'm talking <laughs> shit anyways yeah, i hope everybody's doing good and uh, we'll catch you next time all right take it easy